Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is March 11th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, doing good. How about you? I'm good. Good. A little, little, uh, little exhausted, a little worse for the wear. Not, not from being overserved or anything like that. Just a midweek, long week. A lot going on here. So. Hey, you're telling me, man. I'm not even out there doing my best Peter Costas routine. You're out there, you know, disrupting the broadcast space, scampering around out there. How'd it go? It went okay. It was hard. I, I'm not going to lie. I got a lot more respect for those uh, the broadcast people. Do they give you a cart? They don't have carts to zoom around. It's the, not abandoned. Prevalent abandoned. <laughs> no carts abandoned. Outside, of, like, was, Casey uh, Martin had a cart, and that was it. Because I, I was at Bay Hill yeah, last week. Roger Mulby just hops in that thing and they just fly every, I mean, they basically drop him off on top of the ball. He looks at the lie, gets back in and cruises around where you just huffing it, huffing it. So the biggest thing, the toughest thing was that they don't, they didn't have like a truck here. Obviously trucks cost a lot of money. So I was on a two second delay. Oh, that can get tough. That can get tricky. So you got to for Shane, you got to like really wait, make sure he's done or whoever else is talking. Yeah. And when I started talking, I would then hear my voice two seconds oh. later in my ear. <laughs> so it'd be like whatever I was saying before. So it was just was incredibly hard to put together con- like full sentences when you're hearing what you were just saying. It, it, yeah. It's just, you know. It took a, t- a while to get used to, but it was it was fun. Shane Shane's so good at, that's at what really he does. Jumping in the end with that, you know, that's like a hard first. I mean, I guess it's kind of your first go around. I mean, especially doing this kind of thing, walking reporter, right? Yeah, first really kind of three in the deep end. Yeah, Jump it in. was it was good though. It was a good first experience. It was fun. Um, Plus, and... you got Hurricane Shane back there, probably taking it easy on you, it was, it was making you feel comfortable. I didn't know the Dutch boy was going to be with you. <laughs> Benjamin Moore and so somebody the boy from Benjamin Moore Ricky Barnes in his painter's cap the Dutch boy I don't uh, know how much you were watching I was in and out it was a busy I was trying to write do different things we were what? talking about Santa Claus Indiana and all these obscure towns Eagle and Birdie Georgia and was Ricky involved or was it just you and Shane being like idiots back well, and forth? It was me and Shane and then Ricky came out of nowhere. He goes, You know, the, the thing you should Wikipedia is Jason Bone's wife. Her name her name's Joanna Bone. <laughs> and that was his kind of miscellany. Oh, you're t- I mean, I like, I lost it. I was like <laughs> laughing. 
he goes, it, 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 he had a tagline to it too. He goes, you could go Wikipedia that. <laughs> was he on site or was he? Uh, Hurricane Shane and uh, Ricky were in Austin. Okay. Okay. So I was, my communication with them was through cell service. It, it was, you know, they're trying to, they're, you know, obviously it, it's not on network TV, so you don't get the budget of like a network broadcast. Yeah. And it, but it was concept. fun. They're on their way to making something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they've uh, they've started to figure out how they can do it, and it was fun to be a part of one of the early broadcasts. And you avoid the post round hurricane, Shane. You know, you her enabled the podcast with me. Yeah, so I, I'm I, glad I, it went well. I need a post round hurricane. <laughs> so you got to be wiped out. Yeah, All right, it was, it was fun though. So, so speaking with, so this is really commensurate with what our thoughts are on the major championship status of the players. This is a Wednesday episode. We're both exhausted, minimal prep. Uh, probably not the treatment we'd give for uh, the Masters or U.S. Open or PGA. So, you know, for uh, the Masters, I wouldn't be out here. I, I would probably would have said no. You'd be down at uh, Bonavidra Beach, maybe, yeah. or would you be social distancing? Well, I'm saying if it was if this was, if I, I had gotten asked to do it this week, I would be down in Augusta, Georgia. So it's uh, it's crazy. I I couldn't. I've been reading Jay Monahan's press conference, and I'm I'm just astonished at they got all this big news to announce. They couldn't wait to do it, and nobody wanted to talk about that stuff. I I almost feel bad for him. I mean, I kind of do actually. I actually feel bad for him. I don't feel bad for him. Him going on CNBC well, that's was right. like just an utter dumpster fire, and and the he PGA Tour should... should be embarrassed that he was on. It's not his. He shouldn't have been in that position. You just gotta. I get that this is a year long kind of effort, and this was the big reveal and the victory lap. But sometimes you just gotta eat it. You gotta, you gotta eat it. You gotta be flexible. You can't crowbar your way through the door and say, "We're doing this no matter what." It was horrendous. We talked about this Sunday night. Posted a little late Monday. Button got you know lost or I had scheduled it for the wrong day. All right, I'm sorry. (laughs) I I I think I'm no longer going to use the schedule function. I'm just going to post it whenever we finish recording. You don't have to apologize to me. I've never, I've never gotten upset about that. Even when we lost an entire podcast with the Hall of Famer interview, I'm, I don't get upset about that. But we said this Sunday night. You're like, yeah, it seems like they're going to be announcing the TV deal tomorrow morning, and uh, doesn't look like the markets are going to be in great shape. Corona things coming much more of a problem. So of all places, on CSBC, dedicated to this, you know, generally, usually almost exclusively covering markets, the economy, especially on a Monday morning. And these people, like Andrew, the young guy, Ross Sorkin, uh, Aaron, Aaron Sorkin's boy, I'm pretty sure that's not accurate. Yeah. Um, look, could have looked more bothered that this guy, this sports commissioner, was at the desk after they're going from like these oil prices, like just falling through the floor, and Corona, all this stuff. He's like, I, I, I'm asking you about your like 70% increase in your TV deal and like your live under par marketing campaign. They, they looked, and, and of course, he wasn't on safe ground there. I mean, it's not golf media, right? If you, if you go to do that at a uh, golf channel or whatever, or sports channel, 
They're going like, to have a little leverage. They're going to be able to yeah, there's gonna be twist the arm a little bit, right? Oh, yeah, and there's just going to be more of a deference there, and they're not going to be annoyed that this guy is getting in the way of a massive, massive news day. So he shouldn't have. I felt he shouldn't have been in that position. And then, of course, the other one, he's on Golf Channel with just the wall of blood red stocks behind him, and, and he looks almost morose. It's just like find a different background, even like the Comcast. Uh, stock was in the background just tanking as he's talking about the billions that they're taking and they're, and they're relocating the channel. To, you know, like it was just it was just bad visuals all day Monday morning. I, I don't we didn't plan to leave with this at all. But no, no, uh, we can change the subject. We can move whatever. on. I, I the, the it was just interesting. I was read through his whole press conference and uh, oh, you did. It was like an hour long. Oh, yeah. I, I read a lot about growing and thriving and uh <laughs> how set up for the future of the tour is, but it, 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 it's telling what all the questions were about. It was about Corona. this coronavirus and the PGL. And I think those are the two kind of big storylines here. You know, they have an event in two weeks in Austin, Texas, which just canceled South by Southwest, which is one of the biggest economic uh, events for the city. And, and here we are, you know, they, it's just, it's a compelling situation Given the go- given golf's older demographic, it would make sense to me that it's less safe for them to be hosting, you know, public of pu- mass public events. I, I, yeah, I'm I not a doctor I, though. So. I'm not a doctor. I'm not. I'm just seeing the Ivy League cancel its conference tournament. There, are Ohio is saying that they're not having. They shouldn't have sports events. I know Santa Clara County. Last night, they're saying they don't want gatherings of more than a thousand people. They're out like outlawing it. Um, so, I, you know, we're not full, doctors, but full, we're seeing a lot of uh, proactive attempts here. Um, it, the issue is not like we're going to get this and die. The issue here is a societal good of kind of flattening the curve. You know, as they say, they, they don't want to overwhelm the healthcare system to the point where then the care gets really shitty and this becomes more lethal than it needs to be. So that's why we're taking these preventative measures. Yeah. I I mean, full disclosure, I'm hosting an event in California in like two and a half weeks. And, and we are really thinking a lot about what we're going to do because it's just not a good situation out there. Um, Can uh, I, is this your thinking? Cause here's Jay Monahan via James Colgan, uh, who was, transcribing some of his press conference it goes without saying that the health of everyone involved in our ecosystem is of utmost importance this is a market to market exercise it's a very dynamic situation is that the kind of chatter you're having with mrs friday when you're discussing whether to to proceed with your event exactly the type of language that we're talking about I, i it's a bad look. The Austin thing, whatever. Give them, give them a couple of weeks to figure it out. Maybe it doesn't go forward this week. I'm not trying to like create fear. It's just a different. It's a different approach than we're seeing some of the other leagues in the I sports. Mean, at the same time, Santa Clara County declared that warning, and the San Jose Sharks are still hosting games. Yeah. So. I- yeah, yes, like I, yeah. I will the NBA say, is having games, you know, mm-hmm. they're going to be as far as we know, they're still doing it. Um, it, it's interesting though. It's interesting. You so, wonder, 
whatever. I don't, I don't want to question any motives. So uh, I, I think it was, it would be, it, they're really don't, they really don't want to do it. It's a member driven organization. And as he clearly stated right off the top of his press conference and, you know, the members don't, aren't the concern are, are not the concern here. That's, you know, they know they they, and they want to be playing week in, week out for millions of dollars. The concern here is the fans and, and the members generally, you know, they care about the fans, but they care more about their, their dinero, you know? Yeah. Yes. So I think uh, that's one of the, the issues here is that you're, you're operating with the organization. They have a task force, but you know, if it's a member driven, member run organization, you know, I don't know. I don't know where so, I'm going. I'm not going to keep going down this road, but let's, I know. let's talk about the golf. So either way, either way, this is supposed to be a big victory lap. We got this, you know, nine year deal, um, seven rumored to be more than 700 million per year. And this is supposed to be the news, but really all the questions were about coronavirus, what they're taking. You know, this was on TV on Monday. And then again, in this press conference with a healthy, uh, helping of PGL questions as well. So uh, we'll get to the PGL part later. All right. Schedule, schedule for the week. The Players' Championship at TPC Sawgrass Stadium Course uh, is your gold standard of the week. The most iconic hole in golf was the, the caption this morning. Oh, Did you see God. The most iconic hole of golf. It must have, must have forgotten about 18 at Pebble. Uh I mean, seven at Pebble, twelve oh. at twelve at the Masters. These these are just these just are different holes, right? These aren't in the same class as the Island Green at Sawgrass. Well, here's the thing: <laughs> iconic is purely subjective in this situation, so they can kind of say it and just get away with it. Because what are we going to define it? What I mean, what are we, what are we defining as iconic? The most iconic? It's all just subjective bullshit, so they can get away with it. Um, most many people would disagree, though. I think. Uh, so the players championship, it just does no good to go out there and say that. Why can't you just say this is one of the most iconic holes in the world? It is, but like, why do you have to put everything up on a pedestal? This is, I think where my main beefs with the PGA tour in general, it's like, it's like the world doesn't exist outside of the PGA tour. The big five I kept hearing on TV today. Who who is the the big, big, who's the big five? I don't know, Ryan Burr, sorry, your buddy. Um, Who is it though? I I honestly want to know. The players, the big five. Is the it, four majors and the players? It's not the. There's no not the Olympics. It's not the Ryder Cup. What's the FedEx Cup playoffs then? If if this is one of the big five, why is FedEx stroking this huge check for the playoffs? That's my question. I don't know. Well, that's the big one. It's the only playoff system, you know. The big one. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's all. There's a lot of people making a lot of marketing money. Probably. I'm gonna use your your word here. You know what it is? It's a bunch what? of gobbledygook. <laughs> Do I use that a lot? Like Joe Biden using malarkey. Everybody gives him shit for using that it's malarkey. Yeah. Am I the only person that uses gobbledygook? I saw it in an article the other day. I, I laughed. I thought immediately thought of you. Oh, good. All right. So that's our uh, our schedule is the Players' Championship. The Magical Kenya Open got canceled because of Corona concerns. The government of Kenya canceled it. And uh, 
LPGA Founders Cup. LPGA back after a long uh, hiatus. Long hiatus because of uh, their Asian swing being canceled. That's good. They can uh, they can generate some capital on I that see, tour. I see no uh, Champions Tour event, and I see I'd, no. I'd love to hear about the rights deal for more for the LPGA. Also, that I think that is like one of the really cool things is that if the PGA Tour used its leverage to get a much better deal for the LPGA, that that's a really cool thing that they did. Yeah, it does seem like they're going to get a little more time on network nbc cbs it seems like um i thought michelle we was really good today on live from i, I was not i did see not her. i did not think that uh so much around solheim cup when she did that but uh i didn't think she was bad i just you know oh my god are you kidding me are you kidding me what I'm looking up PGA Tour TV schedule to give you to confirm that there's no champions or Corn Ferry. They've gone and listed every the entire fucking T sheet for streaming because they're doing every shot live thing yeah. on the T schedule. They're listing every single group on the TV schedule. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's like pages yes. long. They, we get it. We get it. Well, you don't need to list Chris Stroud, Nick Watney, and Ben on on the TV schedule. Holy cow. What? That's the most cumbersome and unnecessary thing ever. Okay. So, yeah, all I see is uh, LPGA and the Players' Championship. All right. What a... Uh, should I do featured groups? There's like 24 players in featured groups. I think we should just do fan vote Friday. Okay, let me pull this that up. This is a year anniversary. Of the uh, Democratic uprising? I'm not going to lie. Um, a certain PGA Tour employee texted me. Yeah. And said, I might need your help with the fan vote. Mm. And I looked at it yeah. and I said, so you're interested in, in getting Matt Kuchar... And uh, Sergio Garcia involved in the Friday coverage. <laughs> and he said, oh, God, no. And I mean, like, are we really voting if you can watch every, like, what are we voting for? Yeah, what, what's the point of this? If we can watch every player's every shot. I guess maybe it's where the broadcast is. <laughs> All right, here are your fan vote Friday choices. Hovland, Morikawa, Wolf. Kucher, Stenson, Sergio. And then Adam Scott, Justin Rose, Xander Shoffley. Those are your three choices for Friday. The number, the the locked in group is Rory Brooks and Rom. On Thursday, your groups will be Webb, DJ, Phil, JT, Ricky, and Jordan Spieth. SP2K boys. God, I was watching Morning Drive this morning. I watched a lot of Golf Channel today. You can't tell. Uh, and Robert Damron called Spieth. <laughs> He's now the towel boy for the SP2K guys. Oh Pretty spicy God. terms. Well, I kind of love Davron. For a former player, like he actually, uh, he tries to be honest and true to the to his opinion and doesn't hold back. You know, uh, and obviously I work with him, so I'm biased. I've I've been on that show with him a fair amount. But, I mean, he said the towel boy. I like spit out my coffee. 
Sweden's more the towel boy now for the SP2K guys. Uh, so those are your featured groups. The towel boy. New nickname. <laughs> we have a lot of boy nicknames, right? Dutch boy now. Towel boy. <laughs> the Dutch boy and the Joanna Bone. I mean, I can't get over that. How did you? Continue broadcasting. I was laughing out loud. I was visibly laughing out loud. Or earlier on the telecast, Shane got me laughing and he said, Sounds like you're out of breath. I was like, I'm just <laughs> trying to talk while I'm laughing. <laughs> Did you have any big slip ups? Say any, misuse any words as far as you know. Or say anything. I was just struggling with that, uh, delay. that delay. Like it made me just like trail off sentences sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's legitimately like hard you know you got you got the um you're hearing your own voice and then you've got the producer in your other ear <laughs> and you're trying to formulate sentences it's brutal <laughs> but yeah, they yeah. they were great i mean i was a rookie i had no clue what i was expecting to do you know when they cut to me on the first tee i'm just like you know, I was well, just trying to come up with what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, I did have a total fuck up. <laughs> on the fr- I I was just I was just yapping on the first tee into the mic when a kid teed off. <laughs> I mean, that was, that was your start. All right, and now this this is only getting worse. I haven't put all this together, so I'm yapping. It was uh. It was uh, Janiza. Yeah. Yeah. He finished one shot out of the lead <laughs> and he doubled the first hole. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. That's good. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah. All right. That was a big um, fuck up right off the bat. All right. So, we've done feature groups. You want to do, uh, we'll talk a little bit about the course. It sounds like a dramatic change from the last couple of weeks. Soft. Soft, soft, soft. Rory said it's soft. Uh, other people on the ground say it's soft. It's overseeded to the hilt. Very lush. Um, Dartboard, Dartboard Tours Premier Championship. I mean, perhaps it could be by the weekend. You know, it doesn't sound like the wind's going to be as you know significant as the last couple of weeks, or certainly as significant as they <clears throat> anticipated moving it to March. Um, it's just, uh, why would they go to the soft sucks? Why are they doing that? Why are they doing that? So I this event that I'm telecasting, they played Pacific Dunes. Guess what? how long the yardage was? Uh, no clue. Six, under seven? It was like 6450. Wow. And minus 5-1. Hmm. What is like, that? Was it blowing? I mean, it wasn't. It was ideal it was scoring standard. conditions. Yeah. And it, it wasn't the greatest field, but there were a lot of really good teams here. And it's sure. like the players, like, but it's because it was firm and it, it was interesting, like with the contours, like, and yeah. with this thing, it's just soft and it's it just so much less. The golf is so much worse when the, and I think we've seen it the last couple weeks when the ball hits and moves. It's so much more fun to watch. Yeah. Doesn't sound like we're going to get that. I, uh, I think it sounds like they had 
significant rain in the last week or so in North Florida, but. Well, the, the big thing is that rye grass, the overseed, just rec- they just have to douse the course in water for months. Rory was arguing today <clears throat> that the overseed around the greens is a better, uh, actually shows your short game skill better than when it was shaved down Bermuda. Shaved over. down? I think so. I think, I think he was maybe, talking about Bermuda rough. Just the sponge Bermuda that, that becomes spongy. Maybe well, he didn't. I forget if he said shave down or not. Bermuda rough's really tough because the ball will either sit up or yeah. it'll go straight down, and it's so hard to hit. And I, I can get that because I agree with like this. I think short, short like, grass is the best because that there's no – it gives you all the different shot options, and it's yeah. like – it's really easy lies, but more difficult shots. I think that's Michael Clayton talked about that, about Royal Melbourne, where <laughs> you are constantly faced with perfect lies, but the most impossible shots around the greens, which is sure. great because it's just pure skill. I think I would agree with Rory in the sense that the ryegrass giving you better, more consistent lies, less unpredictable lies will lead to the better chippers rising to the top. He was saying that with because he played with Jason Day last year. He was like, Day is like one of the best around the green. I was like, hey, this is better for you. And he seemed to agree, as opposed to May and Bermuda. So. Yeah, I think the the more predictable the, the, the lie is, you're going to see more skill, right? Right. But right. I think there there's unpredictability is also interesting on like approach shots and stuff. Right. And I think that's where you lose a little bit also is like going to that rough. When you have approach shots, you lose the unpredictability of Bermuda rough, which is pretty interesting on approach shots. Sure. Sure. Hey, should we do an ad read? We have a a new ad. Let's do that. Want to do that? Uh, All right. We are out of the uh, beverage game for a minute. As far as this is a big move. This is a big one. We're excited about this one. I I got the product. I've already worn it. Rio Mar Shoes. R-I-O-M-A-R. My usual spelling. Rio Mar Shoes. Am I pronouncing that correctly? That you're you're spot on, big guy. Okay, good. Uh I got some fantastic their deck drivers, teak color. Uh, but the big thing, I guess I should talk about their actual technology. They're waterproof. Uh Waterproof, they have this like breathable, odorless lining, so they don't get all like I get those like uh boat shoes, like mm-hmm. usually sparries, and like they're done, they're toast by like Father's Day. Just like my wife, like I actually keep them outside the side door because they do the whole and I generally I think I have good hygiene. I take a shower at least once a day, and my feet are generally clean, and I can't keep the shoes even inside by mid summer. You know what? I uh I, I think about a lot. Yep. Is how boat shoes, the traditional boat shoe, is arguably the worst shoe to wear on a boat. They're not waterproof. They're they they're slip they got slick bottoms. And these shoes fix that. They're waterproof leathers. Yeah. So it's like you're not like you're not jumping around in aqua socks like a dope. 
It looks like it's it's a leather shoe. It looks classy. They're big thing here. They're trying to thread the needle here. So it's not the stinky, little too casual sort of like boat shoe type looking thing. Not a sneaker. They've got like drivers. And, you know, it's somewhere less than like a loafer. So you're not looking like, you know, a little little too fancy. It's a good 19th hole shoe, in my opinion. A lot of options. Splendid shoe. What did you get? I got the same ones you got. Driver? You got the exact same ones? Yeah. So the thing is, they got these bearings, which I'm going to make apples and liquor type mistake here. Describe. It's like the little thing that goes across the top. Across the the top of your foot. I wouldn't have described it any differently. You know, when you had the penny loafers growing up where you put the penny in, you know, the strap. Well, these bearings, they're patented bearings and customizable and interchangeable so they sent us like our our college colors our we got initials. College, i got initials uh so like i don't know if you're one of those people goes to a school in the south and maybe you're tailgating it, may, it might be a little nice to put your school color bearings in and if you uh use the code three omarshoes.com r-i-o-m-a-r if you use the code s-g-s abbreviation for this podcast you get 15 percent off your first pair and any extra set of bearings you want if you want something special it said email the commodore who sounds like a person of authority down the commodore (laughs) and uh i might i might make that my official title at the friday he will do his best to oblige so that's realmarshoes.com use the code sgs you get 15 percent off your first pair and any extra set of bearings you want. Pick your school colors. And, and it's like a little decorative piece that goes across the top of the shoe. Initials. I'm you, sure it also has can... some actual utility. To I, it too. I was but... looking at the bearings and I kind of wish I had gotten uh, these bearings that have like the nautical symbol. I think we could. There's one with an anchor. I think we should send a pair of shoes and bearings <laughs> to, to the anchor man. Todd McCarran? Yeah. I think that would be. Uh, I think he'd appreciate Boy. that. Did you see Colt Nose tweeting video of him the other day? Colt Nose. Yeah. A professional. That thing. They've been hammering him. That thing is jammed into his sternum. <laughs> He's got a bruise probably in his chest it's, in that video. It's so ridiculous. This is, this is the same tour that's so excited about launching gambling. And they can't even police the champion. They can't even police this guy just jamming a putter into his chest. So again, getting back to the the read here, waterproof leathers, breathable odorless lining, anti-microbial insoles, non-skid, non-marking outsoles, and this bearing decoration thing that you can put across the top. So I, I, listen, they're listeners first. That's our usual spiel, but it's true. They came to the podcast. They sent us the product. These are shoes I would wear. Right. Or else we wouldn't have done anything like these. I'm are wearing shoes. them right now. There you go. Good 19th hole shoe. Realmarshoes.com. Promo code SGS 15% off. They're All probably right. better on the golf course than golf shoes. Hey, you're why you're you've been exposed this week running around in your Nikes. With, uh, they're not those even are like Westies. Soft, those are not even soft spikes. They're either, Air Westies. Are. You've got the actual, or I'm sorry, spikeless. You've got spikes in those things too, right? Uh, what's wrong with wearing the the shoe of my favorite golfer? 
You know what you should say? Like these aren't golf shoes. These are just the shoes I shovel snow in. They are. That's, That's true. They're, they're my boots. They're my winter boots. <laughs> I just have this happened to be what I brought to the golf course. They're my winter boots. It was it uh, was an early morning. My feet would have been soaked. The old I have always said the one thing the golf shoes are good for is their waterproof capabilities. Okay. All right. Um should we do one and done picks for the players? Now that I know, you know, Rio Mars are waterproof, I might just wear those. Waterproof leathers. <laughs> Sliding all over the place. Um, who do you like for one and done? Well, big purse, $15 million, which you were, uh, you had a hunch. You clued the general populace in on that first, I believe. I thought Ferguson got it. Well, either way, $15 million, <laughs> winner's check of whatever, two point. He didn't whatever. acknowledge my hunch. In this article, no citation. No, I think think his was more than a site. His was more than a hunch. Yeah, he had some actual reporting. Uh, we're not getting cited for the Prince of Pontevedra, which is now a title on the front page top article of golfchannel.com. Yeah, what's going on with that? Should we have copyrighted that? Get royalties for it? I think we we should just. That seems I, like a d-bag move, quite honestly. I feel like we could make a good T-shirt with just a crown, with Panavidra on it. We could. Um, There's like a few thousand people in the world that will get it. <laughs> Everybody else will just be confused. Pretty good. It'll be That's like my want. traveling hat. <laughs> What's your traveling hat? What is for that the mean? travelers? Oh, the ref. <laughs> I'm still trying to find a good a good traveling thing to it's really hard to do the traveling thing. Yeah, we talked to a major hat maker once about that. You're like, yeah, and you're throwing this out there as an idea. And this is like our first call with them. <laughs> and you're like, Yeah, like I want to do this ref traveling. It's because like, well, you know, as long as we're not getting sued by this major insurance company with like endless pockets. Like yeah, I don't know. Don't know. This, these ideas you're throwing at these 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 hat makers or apparel makers. I might have to take this idea overseas, <laughs> where they they're a little less concerned with those so things. They can't send a yeah a legal letter. All right. Oh, what um, a done pick! I was yeah. gonna take the Prince of Pontevedra. I had it locked in. I picked him. Okay. But I'm just a little worried. I just feel like guys don't win this twice in two years in a row. I. It's such a you feel like it's never in fact actually happened. Never gone back to that. The the thing about it is it's so unpredictable. I think I had Joe Peter Joe Peter wrote an article for me last year on the website yeah. where he just talked about how it's like almost impossible. This is the hardest tournament to pick year to year basis because like it's so there's no one predominant skill that marks the winner, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Right? And then we get a lot of fluky winners too. Most Democratic or something, however he framed it. So um, I think I'm going to take Adam Scott. Who would you characterize as a fluky winner of this? Craig Perks. I knew you were going to go there first. Tim Clark. Tim Clark was. Tim Clark was pretty good though. Talk about the anchor. I mean, that ended his career. He also had back horrible back troubles, but uh, Clarky was a good player, very good player, right? Stephen Ames. He was pretty good. Yeah. Fred Fred Funk. All right. The Terp. Marilyn Terp. Uh, okay, so you're going to Adam Scott? I'm going to Adam Scott. 
Did you not already use them? I didn't use them. I always use them at, at the Genesis, but I didn't this year. Shit, I'm not sure. I can't keep track of who I've used. That's that's part of it. It's a, it's a skill to keep track of who you, you've used. Someone so, tweeted at us, too, our whole picks for the year. And I can't find This it. is Paul. Polly's the one that convinced me. Here, I'm going to read you why, Polly. Adam Scott? Yeah. Scott combines an elite skill set, great history at TPC Sawgrass, and excellent current form. A few weeks back, he won at Riviera and now heads to an event he won in 2004. Scott has made eight consecutive cuts at the players and finished 12th or better in each of the past four. Huh. How about that? If you use Adam Scott this year, this is one of of the best spots to do it. Fried Egg Polly on friedegg.com. Actually knows things about pink. He likes Rom also. I like Rom too. I thought about him, but I'm going to save him, I think, for the Masters. I love Bryson, but I already used him. Sex boy? Can I? (laughs) Did you see his quote about the physics don't work and it's not fair anymore? So ridiculous. Check out our Instagram account if you haven't. I don't know if (laughs) physics have ever worked for Bryson. I tagged the SMU physics department in that post. And there's only like, there's only like 10 posts in the history of Instagram with that tag. So. Bryson's forever going to be the top spot there. Most popular. Um, all right. My one and done, I'm going to go with Webb, who I don't think I've taken yet. I hope. Playing well. You, you think he's going to persevere with his group? With the sinners? Yeah. With the unconfessed sin? Just walking the fairways next to him? Uh, <laughs> I do. I think he's playing his ass off. He's won here before. I think he's got his, his act together. What do you think? You're are you down in that pick? I no, what? I like. I think Webb's this this golf course. I don't think driver is very important here, or as important no, as important. And Webb is maybe the best player in the world if you took driver out of out of the equation. If you could just but, remove driver, he's like a top fifteen player in every other category. By the way, the other thing. Rory said it was the 12th hole was his favorite hole. He thinks they've done an excellent job with the 12th. Haven't they like chopped and screwed that up? Like that hole I... is so awful. Of course, it's his favorite. It's just a gimme. It's like here you go. Here's your birdie. Everybody does the exact same thing. God. I just wanted... he had to have gotten paid to say that. There must be some slut. <laughs> Maybe it was Carson's favorite hole too. Carson, I had to I had to throw that out to you. I don't know crazy. how many times I'm going to have to watch that damn video of Carson playing the 17th hole at night this week. You know, I guess he's there tomorrow. I've I've already getting promo. He's at Sawgrass tomorrow. I don't know. I forget what he's doing. You see the chain smokers? Yeah, just screaming like. Uh, I don't know obscenities or something. I don't know. I, 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 I'm uh, I, I'm just trying to think of like doing that, like on Hogan Bridge, on Tuesday night of Masters Week, down on Amen Corner, just the chain smokers posted up. Everyone, you know. I'll tell you what, though, the bunch chains- of bunch of rugrat millennials running down to the corner. You know, they got the giant grandstand down there. It's like already kind of an amphitheater. You put a stage there and raise Creek. The chain smokers kind of fit this event, man. 
You know why? They do. You posted that video of uh, the fan jumping into the pond. He'd done it twice. He didn't get kicked out after twice the first an hour. <laughs> an hour. You, uh, Brendan posted this to Instagram. It, he found a video of a fan that jumped in the water when, when uh, Jeff Sluman was putting for the win. Standing over a six-foot birdie putt, second hole of a playoff to win the players. These kind of guys, there's Yahoo's jumping in the lake. He has to back off his putt. I mean, this is like, and the guy had done it twice. They'd already been in. Like, how how do you not get kicked out? Like, think about society and sports events now versus that. He didn't get kicked out after he jumped in the pond. They didn't even, like, pull him out. They just kind of, like, let him walk casually down the, the walkway. They didn't even, like, grab him, rough him up. I'd be so nervous about jumping into that pond. There's snakes in there, probably. Like, who would jump into that pond? I mean, I, I don't know. Hey, also, I mean, how like it was only waist high for the guy. How is the tour not stocked the ponds with crocodiles to get that 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 social content? <laughs> What's going on down there? Crocodiles, I don't think, are native. To or Florida. alligators. There you go. Why haven't they done that? How how has this not been brought up in PGA Tour marketing meetings? You know, we could get millions of more impressions if we just had alligators running around here. Well, they would. I think they'd be worried about the flower barge being able to set sail. <laughs> you can't. There's priorities. It's a cost benefit here. Do you want the gator content or do you want the flower barge going unimpeded? To the other island. Do you think they did a SWOT analysis of, of the flower <laughs> barge versus versus the, the alligators? Gator content? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, okay. We've done one and done. So, like I said, we weren't super prepped for this one. Do you, do you think we could get uh, a feed of every shot of Carson from his round out of the players? At the uh, players media day? Who wants that? I, I, oh, so you know what Mrs. Friday always likes to bag on about Carson? What's that? She she is like, this guy has been on TV for his whole life. He's hosted like these massive shows. Yep. And he has like a couple hundred thousand followers. She's like, how does he not have a couple million? I don't know. He was my era, TRL, you know. But but that's what I, that's what she said. She's he's on the Voice. He's on what the Today Show. Like everybody yeah. else in these situations has like million. It's like I don't get I don't get why he he's in golf. I I don't get what he brings to the table. I'm I'm out on Carson. Well, we're talking about like Today Show. I got someone who's. Watching, uh, so Monahan went from that disaster on CNBC, and he did this uh, CBS morning show, whatever that is, the one with like Gail, what's it, Nora O'Donnell, I think, or whoever. CBS morning show, the equivalent of the Today Show. So he goes to that one, and they're asking him about it. And while they're showing, he while while he's talking about his new deal, all the B-roll they're showing is the PGA at Beth Page and the Wanamaker Trophy. <laughs> This like news organ probably news show doesn't know the difference. Just a 
it's a whole disaster of a of morning. Somebody was watching from afar. Uh, well, is it CBS? Maybe they were trying. CBS was pumping up. The, I guess they don't have the PGA anymore. Yeah, and it's not Jay's event that he's talking about. So it's just a disaster of a Monday media tour. It seems like based on the people watching. You home. know how many people confuse the PGA tour right. and the PGA? Nobody, no one knows that. No I, one. I swear to God, I I answer that question maybe more from common like just like general interest fans than any other question in the world yeah it's a it's yeah recurring thing hey how do you answer this question when somebody asks you who your favorite golfer is what do you say oh i don't know i'm an unbiased media member i can't answer that no i don't know i like rory a lot i don't know what do you what do you can rory I was watching this PGA Tour Live thing, or no, not P, like the the inside the PGA Tour, like the news show thing they run every week. Rory, I'm just gonna say I love Rory, but I think he needs to mix in a novel, mix in a little fiction. He's just running through these self help things, like the obstacle is the way, digital minimalism, this, that, and the third. Like I'm not suggesting those are bad books, but. You know, it'd go a little cuckoo if all you're reading is this nonfiction self-help well, stuff. Let me let me send a novel. I'll send them. You know, yeah, well, that's what I'm gonna say is, why don't you Cavalier and Clay? Maybe you know, Catcher in the Rye. I I don't know. I'll, I'll get him something. Why? Yeah. Why don't you do that? He wants a modern American novel. That's an easy read about my hometown, Shaker Heights. I there's all sorts of things. I just. He's just running through this and he's going to become a cuckoo with all the self-help stuff. I what? get it. I get there are good options, but you gotta, you gotta mix in a little fiction. If you I think you need to there. take some action here, get his address and just start sending him a monthly book from Amazon. I'm sure I'll read it. And then you maybe. can, you can say this is Rory's book selection of the month. Maybe you know? a little Colson Whitehead. I don't, there's all sorts of options. I just, you gotta get out of the cell. What about the king and I? It could be as chronicling his relationship <laughs> with Jay Monahan. <laughs> the little prince. <laughs> that was, I mean, a classic we all had to read growing up. Anyways, uh, how do you answer your favorite golfer? I don't have one. Is that how you say it? Yeah, I literally say, say I I don't have one, and they're like, "What do you mean?" I go. I don't know. I don't. I don't really care about. I. I, I don't care, and that's. I think my biggest problem. It, I love golf. I watch golf all the time, but I. I generally. I guess I. Westy is my favorite golfer. I mean, that's what I was gonna say. It's but not he's, he plays on the European tour. Is that nobody? Nobody's clamoring for Lee West. Like I'm, he's I'm talking about like PGA tour. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I just. I guess I enjoy watching Rory play golf, but like if he wins or loses, it doesn't really bother me. Sure. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm I just like don't think him. anybody has is a fan of a golfer. Nobody's fans of of these guys. I would agree with that. I think I don't know. I don't know. I, that's not accurate. I think people get way into the weeds on Ricky or Phil or Spieth or things like that. I think they do. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, all right. Where the hell were we? God. Okay. Hey, Any who, other thoughts? 
All right, Go this ahead. isn't a major. It's a massive event. Yes. Who's who's the player that the win a win this week would mean the most for in their arc of their career? Fino. Ooh, I like that pick. Maybe, right? Yeah. X Man could be one. Cantley could be a good one. Although I where where is he at? I don't think he's played since the surgery, right? Yeah, he hasn't. Uh Fino would be a big one. Who would it mean the least to? Rory. Rory. <laughs> Prince. The least I'd say Rory or Yeah. Ricky. Ricky it might just invite more scorn. But I, I, I Ricky needs wins. He needs W's. Anywhere, anywhere he can get them. I mean, the the problem is Ricky's a surefire Hall of Famer if he wins this. By what the, does that mean? By the Hall of Fame standards, you have two majors. Get out of here. So, Where, who do you think? Who are you going to Cantlay or somebody like that? I think I think you throw that bucket of Cantlay, Xander. Um, I think Bryson. It would be a big deal for. He's been playing really well too. Thick yeah. boy. But this is going to take his, his big driver out of it. What if he just went totally off the radar and said, like, Michael Thompson, Ryan Armour? I mean, those, obviously, those would be big wins for yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Um, All right. I mean, Sung Jay, Sung Jay might win. Yeah, absolutely. I'd, absolutely. Say, I'd say one of those guys, though. You know, Westy uh, would have been a big win for, but he's got to watch the horsies. Ponies. Hey, let's set aside all the brand slogans, all the music, the gold trophy standard, everything I hate else. That song. It's in my it's completely seared into my skull. Uh, do you like this event? Do you like the actual golf product, the golf shots, the golf tournament? Do you like this? Year I, to year to year. I like it. I grew up watching this event. I have so many memories of being a kid watching them come down the stretch at Sawgrass. Yeah, I do. Like I remember, I vividly remember that, that Adam Scott win was so big in his career. Like you thought it was going to be the next, you know, and then you had the tiger wins back then. It it was, that was such a great time in golf at that time when Adam Scott was this, like you had Adam Scott and Sergio, you know, going at it. Uh, it, they were like the next, the heir apparent tiger. And I just, the the finish at this golf course is unbelievable. I mean, 16, 17, 18, 17, as we've heard a bunch, the walk is just so long, 50 to 100 yards too long. Uh, I mean, well, I'll say this. It is a very cool, like kind of merged scene there, amphitheater, right? Like where you can watch from, the other side of 16 fairway all the way across you can it, it's a cool kind of arena it, it's very cool and, and obviously you can see all the action from the 16th green the walk all that as we've heard but but it, that is a very cool arena it's a it's golf coach. it's awesome I, I i think it's a good event it's a really really good event and it's a good golf course it's an interesting golf course and i i mean i wish I wish it wasn't just soft all the time, but it, you know, it, it's a good event. I, I dog it, I, it, but it's mostly I dog it for the brand activations. I'm like the biggest brand activation fan in the world. 
<laughs> I literally right. have not found a brand activation I liked. All right, so you're going to Adam Scott. I'm taking Weber. Uh, any other thoughts on the press conference? That's that was really the only news. The Monahan press conference. You got a Scott Piercy question? Oh, was I mean, he's just getting peppered with Piercy Corona PGL. He, I, I don't think he referred to the PGL by name. He said the team golf concept in the one answer, and then I don't think he ever said the words PGL. What's, what's interesting is they asked about Andy Gardner if he'd ever spoken to him, and no. he said no. Uh, no. And nope. and Andy Gardner said he's reached out to Jay Monahan many times, I think, in that podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. I think they're down there. Got to be, right? PGL folks? Oh, they got to be. Milling about, I'm sure, with all the guys there. The Phil thing was great. I, I didn't see that Phil quote last week. What was that? I guess a lot Phil, Yeah, I guess Phil, yeah, Phil said... Rory lost a lot. I, I don't know if I'd throw my leverage away that quickly. It, it's not a bad point. I just think it was held up in contrast with Rory, you know, this virtuous, I don't like where the money comes from statement to the much more calculated kind of negotiation statement uh, that Phil said. Uh, and, and one thing I will say, the money thing. Yeah is getting a ton of play and I would love all the people that are, and I don't, I do not condone. I'm not condoning Saudi Arabia's regime. Yeah. But do you know how many companies SoftBank invest in? Yeah, no, I know. It's a very like, it's a spider web. If you start. Yes, I understand. So like all the, uh, the moral high ground people, but that's a whataboutism thing. But like, look at all of them and don't support any of the companies if you're going to take like a very strong high moral ground. Is my point. I I, I sort of uh, yeah, it's it's not an invalid point, but you can't also yeah sure. I think you take each case individually and just. And I'm be not bad. saying that I am promote. I am behind it. I just think that there is a little bit of a high horse mentality that's developing. Well, I think there's also some like, um, like dramatics about like a, some some theater, some stuff for show, right? Like some people doing it, kind of to make a grand show of things. Um, I, I, it's easy to kind of shout about shit on Twitter and, and be you know Mister Virtue on Twitter and things like that. So you want me to right. list off how many companies they're invested no. in? No, we're not. It's fifty. No, fifty-four minutes. No, you, no. You don't want. We, no. How about WeWork? You want to talk about WeWork? Well, WeWork isn't like even a company. That <laughs> a job. Um, we don't work anymore. All right. That was such a terrible joke. Okay. Uh, In my past life, I had to work with WeWork, and I did not enjoy enjoy working with them. So that was kind of a. What about uh, Slack technologies? I bet there's a lot of people that enjoy using Slack on a daily basis. Uh, no one enjoys using Slack. That's a nightmare of a, yeah, just another incursion of work. In <laughs> How many uh, people ride Uber? Well, that's the one that's constantly thrown in people's faces. Next yeah. time you order your delivery food from DoorDash, remember. All right. We are so off topic here. 
I'm so gonna I'm gonna send uh Brandel a message and tell him he can't order Uber anymore. All right. So you're defending MBS. I'm not I'm not defending him. I'm just saying yes, I you're all into you you like that kind of approach to life. I see this is what's gonna happen. This is what, there you go. <laughs> this is exactly what's gonna happen. All right, here we go. Now that we've talked so much about the players, the first major, let's talk about the second major of the year or with our Masters fact of the day. Oh, just, I forgot about that. I'm just pushing this back. At this list. You're like looking at this. All right. Um, from Bama Bearcat on Twitter. So we are not fact-checking these in any way, shape, or form. He's just sending them, us, sending them to us. We're regurgitating them. So, I mean, we presume they're facts of the day. We think they're facts. And that's how they'll be presented. All right. When Augusta opened, it had 19 holes. There was an extra hole to settle bets that ran from a tee behind the ninth green, which was, of course, the old 18th before they flipped them, up to where the practice putting green is now. Did you know they had a 19th hole? I did not. So Augusta's 19th hole, after finishing on the 18th, today is ninth, players could move to the right of the green and play an extra tie hole to settle any bets. The hole ran from the edge of the 18th green up to the 19th green with practice putting green behind the clubhouse. The Augusta Chronicles article on Augusta National's opening day described it. Outstanding is the 19th hole where ties are played off, but the 19th was lost to history when the nines were reversed because the 19th green would have been about where today's professional's first tee is located. There you go. Master's fact of the day. Little little uh little hole right to the right of the ninth green. Hit it up to the clubhouse. Sell your bets. All right. Anything else on the players? Live no, under par? Nothing else. I can't wait to hear that theme music just blasting through. Are we gonna do Fan Vote Friday uh official endorsement? Any kind of campaigning? Doesn't no, seem like no. I don't think every shot's available. Yeah, this is a this is a mindless we we don't need to focus our efforts on such a mindless task. All right. It's a good event. We'll check in with you Friday. Enjoy the first round. Enjoy your Friday, Junior. And uh, talk to you on Friday.